0: Once again, to the six sides of life, we are six brothers Focus on topics that are important to us and also important to you, the people. We focus on faith, family, finance, social responsibility, community, and entertainment. And tonight in our season one finale, we're going to do a little talk about the election. We all know the election is coming. It's a huge election. Uh, we definitely like everyone to go out and vote, and let your voice be heard. But we're going to have a discussion today. We're going to talk about uh, voting in the African-American community. We're going to talk a little bit about the candidates. We're going to go a little bit into voting in general and, you know, some voting topics pertaining to uh, people, people's faith and their their belief system. So we are fully crewed up today. All six brothers are in the Uh, in the House, and they are ready to discuss, debate, and to elaborate on today's topic. So we're going to start off uh, very quickly. We're going to start off with Ozzy. Ozzy, our youngest uh, crew member. And Ozzy, we're going to start you off with this question. Okay? Ozzy, should black people still support the Democratic Party no matter what? What are your thoughts on whether, as a people... We've, you know, traditionally voted uh, Democratic ever since, of course, the '60s in the Civil, sorry, the uh, the Voting Rights Act. Should we, as Black people, continue to support Democrats no matter what?
1: Well, uh, good evening, everybody. Uh, That's a great question, uh, Rob. To start off with, Uh, personally, my answer is simply no. Uh, I think uh, no part in politics um, and people's and people's ability to vote, should that ever have been the case that you're voting based on a party. Um, uh, But especially in this day and age, absolutely not. Um, You can't just blindly vote if you do vote. Um, And so uh, it comes down to what do you believe as a human being, as a person? And so if that party, Does not support that, then you shouldn't vote for that party. You know, the Democratic Party has evolved over time. Uh, The Democratic Party at this point um, in 2020 um, gives the vibe of a lot more that they're a lot more inclusive in terms of race and relations and also in terms of um, the LGBTQ community. So there's things that go on there, and then the uh, Republican or the conservative viewpoint has to. uh, Gives off, and I say gives off for a reason. Gives off the look and thought that they're a lot more religious, um, and they do things the right way. And they're more of the old school, um, uh, the old school how things are supposed to be done type type of uh, type of people. Um, they're and so that's that's some of just the you know the twenty twenty. Hitting points of some of the things that they are, are different. So, if you're a black person, it's very simple. You know, if you're with um, everything being um, inclusive and you're for you for you for everybody doing whatever they want and being happy in their own skin and all that stuff, then you know, with the Democratic Party, um, just just how it looks in that case is is for you. But a lot of people don't look into the facts. Don't look into the down, dirty, and gritty facts of what each party um, wants to push forward, wants to represent, wants to vote for, and get passed. Um, I think this this election is going to pick on the minds of voters that are not willing to elaborate on the party, meaning they're the Well, my answer, or the answer is no, you can't just blindly vote based on a party. There needs to be, you need to do your research on who you're voting for and what you're voting for. Because you can't, you know, cry foul in three years when, when the person that you voted for is doing something that you cannot stand.
0: for, because a lot of times we will allow uh, some advertisement, whether we see the advertisement on Facebook or whether we see the advertisement on um, television, we tend to allow those things to really kind of dictate or kind of influence us in certain ways uh, when it comes to making our decision, and of course, it's important, like, to really know who it is we're voting for uh, pertaining to uh, the actual candidates. Now, I want to come over to Nate real quick pertaining to voting for... Uh, Democrats now, in that light of doing the research for the actual candidate, on the actual candidate you're voting for, I just want to kind of throw a hypothetical to you and kind of see, you know, what your thoughts are. If you're talking about doing the research on an actual candidate and you find that you really don't like the candidate that is that you're running for or that's running, and that candidate is of the, you know, let's, let's say the Democratic Party. As most black people vote, they vote for the Democratic Party. Now, let's say that Democratic candidate is somebody you don't like. You've done your research and you don't like on that person. Now, traditionally, it's kind of taboo almost to vote Republican. So, Nate, I would ask you, if you don't like the Democratic candidate that is running for office, do you feel that you would still vote for them simply because they're Democrat? Or do you think it's right to just go vote Republican or maybe even vote Independent? Um, because you do not like the actual candidate that's you know, representing your party. What are your thoughts on that? Good evening,
2: everyone. This is Nate, the book of Nate, a.k.a. Um, I believe that, um, no, I'm going to say no. I'm um, only going to believe in what you put out. And when I say that, I want to say, like, I'm only going to vote for you if I agree with what you're putting out to us in the, in, in the media, what you're putting out and all your press conferences, the presidential debate, et cetera, if, I don't think, I, I'm not saying I'm Democrat, Republican, or whatever. <clears throat> um, you want, they always say if you're black, you got to vote Democrat, if you're white, Republican, that shouldn't be the case. It's whatever, whatever is best, we don't know what's best for ourselves, anyway, to be, to be, to be honest with each other. Um, I think we, we understand that everybody says what they want to say, in order to get in office, and when they get in office, boom, they do what they want to do. It's kind of like um, p- p- um, professional athletes. They scream and yell a lot more money, and then when they get it, they don't do anything. They can say, hey, I got paid, I'm done. So I can just chill for my whatever here. Um, it's a thing of, um, I'm not saying I'm voting for um, Biden and Kamala Harris. I, don't, I, I, I honestly don't believe they are they're good candidates either. Uh, I think we're screwed once again. Um, four years ago, Trump and Hillary were screwed either way. Um, and this time, I think we're screwed again. There, there aren't any good candidates to me on on these ballots. Um, and Connie isn't one either. I don't know why he's on in the beginning. Um, so we, I think it's best if we, you must vote for, I can't say, I'm going to say this, if I don't believe in any of these candidates, I'm not voting at all. That's my take. Uh, I don't believe because you know, like a lot of times Biden says one thing, then the next day he changes it and he goes somewhere else. Like he's not sure. He just trying to, you know, buy, get in both because like because cur- currently um, Trump is still in lead currently. Cause, cause he's still in office. Um, they tried to impeach him many times, but didn't work. And um, so I think he had the, the a leg over everyone running. And um, Biden has. Uh, his case of I was Obama's vice president and everybody loved Obama. Um, so he so he so on his end he believes that he has an edge on that part, which he kinda of does. But you must America, the world, vote for the ones, the the the, 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 the candidates that you believe that, that that you really trust that can run the country correctly. If you think Trump has done a good job, then you can get help to get him to get reelected. If not go Elsewhere, or don't vote at all. Just, just don't throw a vote away because you just want to vote. Because someone's going to ask you later, did you vote? Where's your sticker? Or, 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 or where's your voting sticker, whatever? If you don't believe in any candidate, don't vote. I mean, simple and plain, don't vote. Um, and watch how things unravel four years, from, um, four years in, 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 the, um, in the next four years. I don't think you should um, sit there and just say, well, I'm black, so I got to vote Democrat. So I'm voting Biden, Kamala Harris. I mean. You do what you uh, like. Um, I just said earlier, do your research. That's the main thing you don't do. They don't do their research. They just vote because everybody's telling them to vote. But uh, um, to end my little saga story, I'd like to say just please vote on the person that you believe is best for the country.
1: So, Nate, I want to second you Nate's thought. I'm sorry I'm to All right, go. All right. Um, go ahead. the thought process. I second um, to the fact of this. I don't believe in throwing the vote away just because you have the right to vote does not I mean that you should just vote for anybody. And just because you have that right, you need to vote. I don't agree with that. I personally, since, since it is my right, I get to to um, use my right as seen fit. And so I understand that people fought for, died for, marched for voting. And I and are forever indebted for the right. Now, for me to exercise that right, they marched, fought, and died for the for the right to do so. Now it's upon me to exercise that right that, that they fought for. And if you if you believe, well, if Trump and Biden, well, you can't vote for Trump because he's done all this stuff bad. Well, if you really have a deep down issue with voting for Biden. Why should I vote for Biden when I don't want to, or vice versa? So, if you really don't feel compelled to vote because you do not like either candidate and you feel like the candidates do not represent what your interests and your life well, then you need to go ahead and save your vote for another
3: four years. All right. So I have a quick rebuttal off of that comment um in a sense of throwing away your vote. I think ultimately whether you decide to vote for the candidates available or you don't, you still voted. Your voice is still heard. Silence is a vote that really says whatever happens, happens. And so I, I think I think when we look at, at voting in allowing your voice to be heard for where you stand and if it's neither then you mean to tell me that nobody in this world qualifies for your vote and I think we have to look at that and when we're making that decision to vote you have to look at it in the sense of you know if I vote and, and granted you know we may not like all of the candidates that we have currently today but there's somebody that is worth your vote and who would that? Who should get that vote? So I'm actually a little bit of the a rebuttal side on what Nate and Ozzy had been saying. I'm going to rebuttal your
1: your re, rebuttal here, Omar, because at the end of the day, let let's look at this right now. Okay, let's look at this and in, in the Pierce Going off of what you just said, right? There's somebody out there that deserves your vote. If you don't vote, you're saying that it is what it is. And at that point. It's true. It is a, like you know. If I send a vote for Robinson Zoom for twenty twenty um, for twenty twenty um, election, I'm literally saying it is what it is. I know my vote ain't worth a crap because that because that person ain't gonna win. And yes, you you could feel good to say, well, I voted this year. I voted for somebody that's not going to win, so I just wrote a name on a paper. That's what's the point, my. My voice—if I have a legit problem with saying I don't believe my voice is heard—and then I don't vote, okay, I'm full of crap. Because because I, I can't cry cry about not having my voice heard and then not not exercise that right that allows my voice to be heard. But for me personally, I'm fine. My voice is going to be heard when I see fit and when I see it's necessary for it to be heard, and or when I feel compelled to use my voice to help put somebody in office. I, I don't like either candidate, per- personally, not one candidate is, is perfect, but I don't feel compelled to vote for either one of them. Now Biden, to me, is not as bad as Trump, but personally, I'm not gonna vote on, well, he ain't bad as him. He's still bad, but he ain't as bad, vote for him. I'm sorry, I think that is that is um, making a, that is exercising your right in the ill-advised way, that's not making a vote that, that truly matters in terms of to, to you. Don't sell out your vote because you don't want somebody else to win. Use your vote because you want to use your vote to push forward a person that you see fit so so. leave their country. <coughs> so so I let me- I, I, I got one
2: thing, hold on, before we get to back to Rob, close this thing out. Well Omar, I have an X-ray bubble on you because um. <laughs> You're saying let your voice be heard. You vote got to count all that trash. Let me tell you something. What you're saying is, if a man is single looking for a woman and he can't find the one he wants, just pick anybody. Just settle. We're not settling, okay, for anybody. If yes, there is, a, there is Like last year, oh, I'm sorry, four years ago, none of those candidates were good. None of them, not one of them, were good. Okay, not one of them. I'm not going gonna, to gonna go into depth about it, but not, there was, Trump wasn't good, Kelly wasn't good, okay, they both weren't good. We just had, it used so happen that Trump won because he got, well, he got the votes, okay, but the electoral yeah, college votes, whatever, but at the end of the day, they both were bad candidates. We had no candidates. Someone had to be voted in, so unfortunately, it was that guy, okay? This time around, I, I got the same issue. It's, it's, it's the folks that I can't trust to run the country again, so another four years, we're gonna go through whatever we went through. I mean, I personally didn't go through anything through any president, to be honest. Um, but still, whatever we're going through in life, in this presidency, whatever, we're gonna go through it either with Biden or with Trump. So I'm not gonna tell the American people to just settle and just vote for anybody because the other two guys don't fit. I'm not like like oh my, like I just said I'm not throwing my vote to the third guy who has no shot of winning. So if you feel like these candidates aren't good enough if you don't trust what they're saying if they keep going back and forth saying hey i'm for the lbgt community that tomorrow i'm not for whatever and they keep changing their, their stories whatever that you need to say you know what i'm not voting because i'm not throwing a vote away to help someone that i'm not supporting i don't support any of them so why throw a vote on their way to help them in their presidency
3: so, I'm, I'm going to do a quick rebuttal off of that. First of all, oh, the, analogy, first of all the analogy you do was absolutely horrible uh, compared to what I was saying. I didn't say if you're looking for an occasion, if you're looking for a woman, you find anyone. No, I said someone is worth your vote. And, and I think uh, ultimately, <laughs> if about the opportunity to voice your opinion, uh, one of the, or voice your opinion, you got to understand that, that as you are voting, you are you're sharing with the world in a sense, right, a little, little bit of anomaly nominee, uh, that, that, hey, I am voting for this person. Now, the issue that I'm really hearing is not necessarily if I should vote Democrat or Republican. The issue that I'm really hearing is why aren't you guys going out to be president of the United States? There's a lack of people that are qualified in your eyes that should be president of the United States of America. However, we have some candidates that are available. And I think, ultimately, we have the right and we have the ability to use our voice to mention who should be president. Because at the end of the day, and I'll end it with this comment, is at the end of the day, if you don't vote and somebody comes up, let's say that Trump gets reelected, I don't want to hear a single complaint out of your mouth. I don't want to hear anything about anything about the presidency. Because you did not ever put forth your vote. If you want a voice, put out a vote and that's right I I'm don't complain vote. about what my about issues. So I don't worry about that. That's yeah. a
1: that's yeah. statement. Yeah. I can still complain. A lot of people complain about things that they that they had no 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 input on. So I, so at the end of the day, at the same time that you say, I understand your point, but you use a good word, you have the right use your right. Well, yeah, I have the right to also not use that as well because it is my right to choose what I do. So, if you say um, there's somebody out there I should vote for, you're initially telling people you don't agree with the two major people that are running for office that you need to find somebody that you feel worthy of voting for to let your voice heard, well, to let your voice be heard by no one um, because that person's not gonna make their name onto nothing. Hey, man, hey, Nate, I want you to know 2020 I voted it for you. It didn't show up on any charges because I was the only one that did it. But I want you to know I voted. Or you can really do the research on both candidates and say, you know what, I'm not comfortable voting on these two people because I'm not comfortable with, e- with, with either person running this country. What's the problem? What's, what's wrong with that? Your voice is, your voice is actually being heard by saying no, I don't feel comfortable voting for these candidates. These, these, these candidates, I don't see that that they are fit to run this country. By not voting, I'm standing on two feet, saying I'm openly saying I don't support even one that that gets into office. There is a voice being being used there, right? Or I can just if so I vote on Rob and say, "Hey, Rob, I voted for you. Go ahead and go
0: back into your nine to five job." All right, so. It's interesting because, of course, we do acknowledge the sacrifices that were made to give us the opportunity to vote. But I can see your point, okay? I can see your point pertaining to whether or not, you know, if you feel as if those two candidates are not uh, worthy candidates to be president, that you don't feel confident voting for them. However, you do understand by by not doing that, it gives voice to... Uh, I guess, you know, the opportunity that, you know, a president can be voted in that is not supported by the people, which I think is even worse. I think um, it's truly important to uh, think about what not voting does, in addition to what the actual uh, act of voting does pertaining to a candidate that you may not feel 100% on board with, but you probably would say, listen, I would rather... Have this guy in charge, then this guy in charge. So in that light, pertaining to the Democratic Party, I want to go to Lenny real quick. I want to ask Lenny, based on what you've seen in the media, based on what you've seen in, in media, can be social media or, of course, television. Do you believe that the Democratic Party still has the best interest of black people right now? Do you think they still have the best interest of black people or is it just that? They're trying to sell us a bill of goods. What are your thoughts, based on what you've seen in the media, whether or not the Democratic Party still has the uh, best interest of black people and minorities in this country? I believe
2: that black people believe that Democratic is a safer bet for to run the, the, the country. I bet you if Obama was, well, the Democratic is the best they can say that. But I think they're just looking that Democrats to find, or find a, 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 Democrats are more, like, black, like can say. Because um, they have a black president that came and threw that. Um, but um, I think they're just, they're just safer with the, the Democrats because they are closer,
4: like, or they are, they relate better to, or
2: like you said, um, sell a bill of goods to them and Republicans are a little bit stricter and they don't really cater to them a lot.
0: So they are a little bit safer. I think that's the good picture there. Well Lenny, based off your opinion, do you feel like um you would have let us say that you had to vote today, right? right? Like today like today was election day and you could only vote for two you couldn't vote for the third party can the third party candidate and you had to vote for um Donald Trump or Biden. And they said pretty much based solely on what you see in the media do you think that uh joe biden that joe biden or let me let me break it down this i'll even break it down even further let's say you 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 can only vote for joe biden or not vote say so basically saying by not voting that you you don't think they have the best interest um for minorities okay that they, they don't have the best interest in mind when it comes to minorities or saying that i believe that he he will have our best interest in mind so i will vote for him so you have the option to either vote for him because you believe he has your interest in mind or not vote for him because you do you do not believe he has your best interest in mind which one do you think right now hypothetically right now do you think you would do if that was an option for you today um i have to say i probably won't not nah, okay Oh, well, Okay, um, and because you, is it that you don't believe what he's saying, or basically that what he's, you believe what he's saying, and basically he's just trying to get elected as opposed to really be a president? Yeah, I don't believe him. I, mean, I don't
3: believe him at all. Okay. Yes. Um, I didn't believe him when he was with
2: Obama. I didn't believe Obama either. Obama was just a black president that everybody voted for him because he was black.
0: Okay. <laughs> I yeah a reason. Yeah, I can, I can respect that. So... I really don't believe they're going to do anything for the minorities or the country at, at all. So, All right. So let me take it to John. John, what are your thoughts on this topic of whether or not uh, the Democratic Party still has the best interest in mind when we're talking about minorities? What are your thoughts?
4: Um. So <laughs> this one right here is... I would say a little tough because I honestly don't believe the Democrats have the interests of, of black people at at heart. i I strongly believe that they need the black vote, okay? And I say that because here's the one thing about the Republican Party as in my opinion, as questionable as the practices of the Republican Party are, um, because I feel that they use Christianity as um a uh, sort of this crutch like they are morally the right party to go with I don't think so I think I think the republicans are more like pharisees than actual um christians but the thing about the republic but the thing about the democrats is that the democrats need the black vote and and statistically you know if 93% of the uh, of of African Americans go vote for the, for the Democratic Party, more than likely they will win the election. If they don't, um, it spells trouble for it spells trouble for the Democratic Party. So the thing is, the Democratic Party needs blacks to vote for them um, because if we don't vote for them, they're not going to win. And so that's just you know utterly the nature of the beast. So they don't have the best interests at heart because. Let's be honest. Like, what is the message of the Democratic Party? They continue to preach the message of oppression, which here's my thing about oppression. Okay, Um, you can say that we're oppressed, that we're wronged. And I agree with all those things. But my question is going to be, what are you going to do about it? Are you going to say are you going to continue saying the same thing over and over and over again? Or are you gonna do something to change your circumstance? And I think what happens is that the you know black folks we get stuck on this we're oppressed we're oppressed we're oppressed and instead of saying yes I'm oppressed but I'm gonna overcome my oppression by completing this or completing that um, that's I think that's the focus that we need to have and the ish, and the thing is you know. With Democrats, I think they pander us, and they make us feel that, you know, hey, you know, we're in it for you. When in actuality, what they should be preaching is, hey, you guys can overcome anything that's turned, that's thrown against you. Because to be honest, when looking at America, I don't think the intention is ever to be equal. I know we're fighting for equality and wanting things to be equal, but I don't, I don't believe the intention of the country. Is for us to ever be equal. So, knowing that information, the, the argument, the question is going to be, what are you going to do to get your piece of the American dream? Okay, what are you going to do? What decisions are you going to make? What things are you going to use to get your part of the American dream? Um, and you know, t- to close it out, you know, I'm a firm believer that the Democratic Party panders and, and, and leans on the black community for their vote. Um, but I feel that what blacks need to do in this election is not only if we're going to give a candidate our vote, we need to make a list of demands. This is what I want for our, you know, for my vote. And if you look at other races, you don't see other races complaining. Like You don't see the Asians complaining because what the Asians do is they go and say, We'll back whatever party. This is what we want. Do you agree? To, do you agree to these things? Yes. Okay. Boom. We'll throw our vote this way. And so I think us as African Americans, we need to start leveraging our power and saying, "Look, this is what we want." And whoever's going to give it to us is, 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 is who we're going to rock with. And so you know, again, to close it out, I just feel that Democrats just just take us for granted because, they, because they've because they relied on our vote for so many years.
0: All right, John, I really, I, I have a hypothetical for you. Sure. Okay, uh, because that that last um, statement you made kind of made me think about a uh, hypothetical. You said that we should make a list of demands and we'll throw our vote in the direction of, you know, where the demands are met. So would you say that a Donald Trump, do you do this list of demands of Donald Trump, a Donald Trump, you know, through his... Um, his press or his team would say, I promise that this is how we're going to fulfill every single one of your demands. Would you vote for Donald Trump?
4: Yes, yeah. I would.
0: Okay. <laughs> All right, just just wanted to know, yeah. um, you know, based off, you know, what you said, whether that you were going to go behind that and actually vote according to your demands as opposed to sticking towards party lines. So you said that you would vote for Donald Trump if he promised, and then later the plan that showed that he would all those
4: domains. Right, and, and, and let me say, I want to give a why behind that, okay. um, because, and, and, and the reason why is, to be honest, both sides are bad, okay, mm-hmm. um, I use the analogy, and I was, I was talking to a friend of mine, and I, and I use the analogy, we're living in a world with two types of poison, there's one poison that will kill you slow, and that is one poison that will kill you quickly, okay, so the, so, the, so the question is, which one do you take? Do you take the one that's going to kill you slow or the one that's going to um, kill you quickly? But the other thing that I think that we as black Americans have failed to do is we subconsciously vote Democrat all the time, right? And the thing is, the question is, after all these years of voting Democrat, the question is, what has it gotten us? If our communities are still the same, if 20 years later there's still a lack of opportunity then what we need to do is we need to make a list of demands and say hey this is what we want and if these things are not met we're not voting for you and i honestly believe that both sides take us for granted democrats more so because we tend to lean their way because all the democrats will say is hey Look, you got this president in place. He's not doing anything for you. And to be honest, he's not. You know, when, when you really look at what he's in, he really isn't doing anything for us. But if we came with a plan and said, okay, we want this. We need, um, we need, you know, better paying jobs in our community. We need businesses that frequent other communities to open up businesses in our black communities. We want some of the inner city kids who have a hard time finding jobs being able to get jobs in their neighborhood. If we make those demands and say, okay, this is the timetable we're giving you for these demands, um, can you agree to them? I don't think we as a community hold these people to a, um, we just blindly go vote. We don't make our demands met. And that's why when you look in black communities, who owns the dry cleaners? Who owns the, the... the restaurants. It's other races that own the restaurants and stuff. Why? Because they make demands and say, I want this. I want access to these type of, t- t- type of loans. We'll give you our vote in exchange for this. And they get what they want. And I think we as African-Americans need to start making those demands. We need to start making demands and saying, this is what we want. And if we don't get it, we're, we're, going, we're going on the other side.
0: All uh, right. All right, I can definitely hear and understand, respect where you're coming from in terms of that take, talking about a list of demands. But I want to go uh, and take kind of a turn here pertaining to voting Democrat and voting Republican. And a lot of times, traditionally, voting Democrat means that you are pro choice when it comes to hot button issues like abortion compared to pro life, which is usually a Uh, a standing point for the Republicans. also pertaining to things like social justice. It seems as if Democrats have taken more of a focus on social justice and racial equality, or maybe the idea of racial equality, as compared to uh, Republicans who don't see, who seem focused on uh, more morality issues. So I'm going to ask our pastor, uh, Omar, based off, you know how, how you're viewing it based on what you see pertaining to people of faith okay there's a lot of uh, a lot of noise pertaining to people of faith having to vote Republican because of the abortion issue and it's such an important issue that they should vote for Republicans because that is a issue obviously that any true Christian would not support abortion now Based off, you know, your, your take, do you believe that people should vote or people of faith should vote with their sense of morality when it comes to things like abortion or their sense of justice when it comes to things like social social and racial, uh, social justice, sorry, and racial equality? What are your thoughts on that, Omar? You know,
3: that's a good question. I think, uh, ultimately, we, we got to be um, wise in our decisions. Um One thing that I realized is for those type of positions and cases, it's not necessarily the presidency that really dictates those type of things, oftentimes. It's the Congress. It's the Senate. The House. All those type of positions that we have to vote for, those are the ones that are so pertinent, right? so important for the face of America. And... And the presidency is really the face, like who can represent this this nation in front of everyone. Yes, they might have some back and forth, but I think ultimately we gotta really talk about when it comes to those type like of decisions. We gotta talk about Congress and Senate, and and you know those type of of areas, the the uh, judiciary branch, the legislative branch, you know the you know even the executive branch, right? But 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 the president, I would look at it in the sense of of the face of the country. Now, uh, in terms of should we vote for morality versus justice, the the hard part is that you need both. You need both. You can't have a country that's just a morality and not executing the justice. And you can't have a country that's just focused on justice but is missing the morality. And we're, we're, we're kind of experiencing that right now. And, and I'm basing this information because... It didn't, it didn't matter, and this is for decades, right? It doesn't matter who's president, whether it's a Democrat or it's a Republican. We have been in this state of injustices and all these type of issues for a long time. So one thing that I tell people is even your vote needs to be done, you know, and pray. I would say pray about it and kind of make the best decision on, in terms of the presidency of who should get your vote. Uh, one of the things that you can look at is, you know, what that person is putting out. You know, you have to understand that this is we're not talking about a church pastor. We're talking about who is going to be the face of this nation. You know, so I, I can't go up and say, OK, you know what? Um, you know, <laughs> we're going to put some new laws in place and we're not going to allow LGBT to operate. We're going to do this. We're not do. They are people living in this nation and they have a right to live here. Now, some of the laws might be a little bit extreme, but at the end of the day, they have a right to live in this nation because this nation is not focused on your way of being in that sense. This has anybody can live here. Right. So, you know, we have to look at the good and the, and the bad, the pros and the cons. Uh, but I would say that in order to vote, ideally, you want to vote holistically and you would need morality and you would need justice. Now, This I'm going to give you just a quick issue with going with justice, as the Democratic Party is, is doing now, versus the morality. Um, I'll say it like this. If you move without morality, what you're going to get is a bunch of police officers taking over and doing whatever they want to do. You're going to have decisions going to be made that's not going to be moral. right? The morality of the people are not going to be uh relied on there's gonna be a lot of issues regarding the morality of the nation so you're gonna struggle there and if you actually operate with justice or 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 the morality part you know you may have people say hey you know what we're not going to uh focus on on um on, on abortions we're not gonna none of that stuff we're gonna get rid of all those things lgbtq get out we're not doing any of those things but if there's no justice then when someone uh, is there to try to enforce the rules, you're going to have a tough time doing that. And in, instead of really focusing on morality, you're going to end up causing us more chaos. So I think to answer this question, you need both. There is there is, there is no way you can have a successful nation without both.
0: And that's where I can leave it there. So, Omar, real quick, um, what would you say to someone, And because this is uh, a, a mindset or a message being Sent around mostly around social media. They just you gotta you know definitely understand social media is moving a lot of this conversation, a lot of on Facebook, Instagram, uh, you know moving the conversation. And there's a big kind of push by a lot of Christians, um, evangelical Christians, who are stating that uh, if you vote for anyone but Trump, you're not Christian. What is your reaction to that one? That kind of mindset and that kind of comment.
3: You know, if if uh, that that comment is very strong, uh, I think this is what I'll say. You know, if you ever put your comp- the Bible declares, don't you ever put your confidence in man? Don't put your confidence in man. Don't put your confidence in princes. Right? We gotta put our confidence in God and God alone. In other words, put our faith there. We put our hope there in God, not in the man. So I, I think whoever would say something like that is ill. Ill uh, is not knowledgeable in the Word of God to say something like that, um, and I'll say that point blank. Uh, they may be unaware of that Scripture, uh, which says, "Don't put your confidence in man." Uh, uh, at the end of the day, one of the deadliest things that ever happened to this nation is the party lines of Republican, Democratic, Independent, you know, Green Party, whatever it is. All these things, ha- the only thing it has caused in this nation is division. There, there is there's nothing else that it has cost so to say that if you vote for one person versus the other makes you a christian what happened to jesus as my savior my lord and savior what happened to believing in jesus uh, and believing in god the god of the bible what happened to all that i did not know that my christianity was based upon voting for a particular person in a particular year that is shameful that is unchristian talk that is not biblical in any stretch of the imagination and whoever said that should apologize for what they said because obviously they're not speaking the truth of God
0: strong strong comments in your response definitely respect that and understand Uh because it should never be a question of faith depending on who you uh vote for I want to come to Nate real quick pertaining to The same topic, same question. Um, When it comes to morality and it comes to justice, uh, do you think, what are your thoughts on people of faith trying to base their votes on either side? Or do you feel that they should focus more so on the actual candidates themselves? What are your thoughts, Nate? Uh, Nate here. Um, I believe that... um, That's a
2: tough question. Um, I think... I would say both, but, you know, people can't, people say you can't, you better get the one. Um, I will say uh, that it's all about, um, what you believe in. I mean, Christians are, for instance, um, protecting the poor, um, and welcoming immigrants is, like, a Christian obligation, but it's, like, very inconsistent with the Republicans' priorities. So, you say on that notice, you say, oh. I can go Democrat. You can pity patty all these issues and you can break it down to, you can say this and write it for Democrats, this and write for Republicans. You can go back and forth all day. I still believe um, you have to go with what you believe in. I mean, you can always look at it and say, hey, the question for the ones, I mean, I'm going to be honest, I don't vote by me being a Christian. I I just vote by what I believe in. some folks pray about, but they, they pray the whole time. And day before, day before they vote, they pray. God guide me to the right person to vote for. But ultimately, you know, you, you know who you voted for. um But for, for, for the ones that are, I'm a we all spiritual guys, but I'm not like you know, we pray about everything. But I don't pray about who I'm voting for. I don't. I just go in and vote who I believe in, who I believe in. Um, but for the ones that pray about who to vote for, I mean, God. Regardless, let me go back a little bit. Regardless, God puts in who he, who is going to be in there. Regardless, whoever's in office is placed in. God put them there for a reason. Whether whether for us to see a different view of something, or 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 to clarify something on the other end, God put that person in there. So they're in there for a reason. So. Is, he, is is in there for? Oh, Trump is a bad president. Okay, you said that. Okay, whatever. And then we, so we, so-called in words, of, in words of some, we suffer for for four years in order to get someone better. This upcoming um election, we don't know that it could be Trump again. So um, but for the ones that do pray about it and all that, I would, they're probably asking themselves, who would. Jesus vote for And then there's a long, it's a long breakdown, to, to be honest, if you wanna really analyze it, to sit there and be like, you're praying to God every day that you you vote for the right person. I mean, you pray every day, and a lot of times your answers are wrong. You, you, you go a different route that was given to you. Hey, man, God put in my heart to vote for Trump. And then someone comes in there like bombards you with all this, this stuff that Trump is doing, and then you change your mind, but God told you to vote for Trump. But now you want to change your mind to someone else? Oh, Trump breaking news! Trump grabs a girl. But God told me to vote for Trump. I mean, who do you who do you choose? Who do you run with? It? Who do you choose? And that's the biggest misconception here is that you don't know. You just wake up, you go to the voting pool, and you vote. And you pray that everybody was on. Your, everybody voting had the same mindset as you, and voted for the same person, and that person is, is in there. I mean, I, I can guarantee you, out of the how many votes Obama got, they didn't predict as voted for the black guy. So, maybe these folks are saying that vote for the Democrat guy because Trump isn't good enough. Because he did this and he did that. And everybody that come with all the allegations, and he's racist, and all that information, and all that stuff. But he's not racist when he's see that check that stimulus check he was racing day he's, he's he, i mean we can pick choose other you want to and day it's um it's, uh, it's ultimately up to you um and whether you want to bring christianity or whatever religion that you're with into your voting i'm not saying it's bad go for it, but um i don't think it i mean to me i don't think it makes a difference all right so i definitely um Got
0: what you said, Nate, pertaining to uh, you know voting with you know your your head and not necessarily allowing uh, your faith to kind of enter into that uh, decision. I want to come over to John real quick, I and mean, John, I want to talk. I want to kind of talk to you about our last little topic. We talked about Democrats, we talked about Republicans, but I'm talking. I want to talk and focus kind of on. The Democratic candidates at, at this time, uh, Joe Biden and Kamala Harris, of course, two, Demo- two Democratic candidates who kind of you know established their political uh, views and kind of solidified the political careers based off their views and their uh, work in criminal justice. Okay, they were known as hard nosed uh, you know criminal in terms of prosecuting criminals. They took a more of a hard line stance resulting in you know incarceration of or you know kind of sentences that were a bit too too long for you know what we will call petty uh, crimes or crimes that were not deemed as or should not be deemed as serious um, as more uh, felonies that we see but let's talk briefly I just want to to kind of get your thought on as, as a as a black man and as potential democratic or republican voter, what are your thoughts from a Democratic standpoint, from a, from just looking at those two candidates? What are your thoughts on one Democratic Party being what they call the AKA the Black Party? And then two, two uh, candidates who basically ahead, necessarily, necessarily haven't been great in terms of the ju- criminal justice or the justice that black people have gotten. What are your thoughts on those two people representing the Democratic? Party, aka the Black Party, um, in this election.
4: What what are your thoughts? Um, So, (laughs) this one here is uh, a tough one because of the history of both candidates. Uh, History will tell you that, well, the history is that Joe Biden, a couple other folks, wrote the. 1994 crime bill, and a little bit of history about that crime bill um, that a lot of people may not have known. In the in the 80s and of course early 90s, the war on drugs was prevalent, especially in black neighborhoods. And you know, you can say what you want to say. I believe that the United States of America participated. In this war of drugs, by allowing these drugs to come into this country, to decimate um, the communities of black and brown people, I'm a firm believer, and that's how the United States operated. Okay, then they called it the war on drugs, and folks were getting longer sentences for coke for crack than they were for cocaine. All right. Now the NAACP. Um, which played a part in this, was complaining about how poor some of the communities were. And at the time of Clinton's presidency, they went to speak to the president and to a lot of the officials in getting some stiffer sentences to to sort of stabilize the community. All right. To sort of wrap up what I want to say. um, Yes, Joe Biden wrote the crime bill. But, in order for the crime bill to pass, people had to vote on it and I think th- th- what a lot of people miss is yes, he wrote the crime bill, but because he wrote the crime bill it doesn't mean that it that it would pass. People had to vote on that bill for that bill to pass, okay so their history the history tells us that those two candidates have been stronger on putting black folks in prison than, you know, the records of, you could argue of Trump and Pence. Okay. And when you, you know, when you look at that, yes, they, especially in Biden's case, he, he played a part, but people voted, um, in order for that, in order for what happened to happen. And now we're relying on these folks to quote unquote, make it make it better for us here in the future. Um, I don't want us to, I don't, for me, I don't like that label, the label of, uh, of like, they're the candidates for the black people. I don't think they are. Um, I do feel that, you know, they have an obligation to win an election And, you know, if we don't make our demands to them um, strong in terms of what we want, um, we're not going to get what we want. And so, you know, to that fact, um, I don't know, like for me, I don't really like that title for them because I don't think they are. Um, They did what they had to do um, to put to put in law and order during the time. Um, people, especially in Biden's case, had to vote in order for those rules and things to take place. And so um, with that being said, um, we we as people have to make our, uh, what we want known in order to get what we want.
0: All right. So I definitely uh, hear what it is you are saying, pertaining to, uh, once again, making your voice heard and letting uh, you know, just kind of really letting these candidates know that it's not okay to just to kind of go one way or to kind of look at uh things like crime bills as a way, as as a means to kind of get your popularity up and then turn around and act like you are a friend to the black people because I think if you look at you know media it seems it seems as as if the Democratic Party has gone out of its way to ensure that they, the black vote is kind of in their hands. Or Correct. Or like the black or, or like uh, black America needs to, is constantly reminded, you need to vote Democrat because we're the only party that cares. And almost pandering to African Americans in, in a way that makes it seem as if you really don't have a choice in the matter. Right. Because the to choose against us would be foolish. It would mean your demise. Look at what's happened to you. So I want to kind of come to Ozzie and kind of cap this off. What are your thoughts when it comes to uh, one voting, you know, democratically for two candidates who seem to not be very very democratic early on or in previous times in their career? What are your thoughts pertaining to voting for two people who seem to, I wouldn't say they flip-flopped, but seem to have really uh, adjusted their stance in terms of their support for African-Americans, not necessarily in terms of African-American people as a whole, but the criminalization of African-Americans, mainly men or criminalization of African-Americans. What are your thoughts on two people kind of seem to put the switch on those things and now are representing like, You know, I I don't want to say it like it's true, but basically representing what what they call the Black
1: Party, which is the Democratic Party. What are your thoughts on that? Well, uh, first off, you know, just that statement of the Black Party being the Democratic Party, I think that used to be the thought process. That used to be the case. That's no longer. That's my personal opinion on that. Um, But at the same time, I'd also say this. I would say that... uh, politicians are, are, are going to do what they uh see fit for them to stay in a position of power so if I'm a politician I want to 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 stay in power I'm not going to do everything that is opposite to what the people that vote me in office want want me to do so now that being said I also have half to understand I kind of know what's good for the country, a little bit more than maybe the people that are running, it, the uh, the, uh, the people that may be living there. However, if you are probably Harrison, and, or let's just say for Joe Biden, the bill, now there's two ways to look at that bill. There's intent, and then there's, you know, what you see this bill can, can do. So, <laughs> Now, I don't know what Joe Biden was thinking at that time. I'm not going to be his his voice or his spokesperson here. But there is a there's people in the country that believe that Joe Biden intended for that bill to put a bunch of black folks in jail, and that's that's what he wanted. There's also people that are that are looking and saying, "Well, maybe Joe Biden created created that bill and saw that there was a problem, and that bill needed to uh, needed to be put in place to." Try to get people to stay to stay away from doing those crimes, doing stuff like that. Now, did Joe did Joe Biden know that that that, that, that would affect more black people than white people? I think he did. He's he isn't stupid. Um, and so with Cap, with Kamala Harris, um, and her aggression towards crime and drug use and longer sentences. Well, you got to look at where she, where she was at that time. I was listening to the to the Breakfast Club and and. She, and Charlamagne, Charlemagne, Charlemagne uh, the God, is a big uh, a Kamala Harris uh, fan, and so he was talking about how how people are killing her in the media about her about the, the the aggressive nature of how she gave people long long sentences and all that. And he said that her position at that time of this happening was more of a. Um, She had people working underneath her, so there was hundreds of attorneys that were that was working. I guess under her her watch, and so some of those long sentences, some of those things that took place on the surface might might seem, oh, that's all her. She's making this happen. She's doing this. She's the leader. She's making all happen. But when you really dive into it, I mean, do those cases cross her desk? I I don't know how that system works. They may they may not. But she's not the one who is who is the lawyer or the attorney for every single one of these cases so are we putting too much blame and too much responsibility on that for her and right now they could they couldn't run as Democrats honestly in 2020 if they aren't pro black Lives matter pro um, pro pro-social movement, pro everything that the conservatives are kind of fighting against right right now, you know you know it, it takes me back to the to the picture of the, uh, like um, of Nancy of Nancy and Pelosi and other people t- taking a knee in of Hidashiki sashes like like really like like y'all y'all are not y'all are doing this because the conservatives are preaching that the, that, that the folks that, that are taking these are wrong like this is literally a system this whole thing has turned into this. What the Republicans think is wrong, the, the Democrats, they got to think is right. They, they, at this time, they can't seem to agree on anything. So you take Joe Biden, who has forever been a guy who has disliked Donald Trump. You take Kamala Harris, who I think deep down, Donald Trump has a little bit of fear of. Because Donald Trump, I don't think, does well with strong black, black women who will stand up and, and hold her own personal ground, right? So, um, you know, they're they're very <laughs> they're doing what the what the Democrats need they're going to do. When you look at who the Democratic Party had to offer, Bernie Sanders, I feel like the Democrats don't don't even feel like if Bernie Sanders is a business, isn't true a Democrat. They feel like he might be a little bit too far on the socialist spectrum for them. And then Joe Biden is the person that. They can take, man, Obama, he was a big hit. Let's take his man, his wingman. The black people, gotta love them. And so I, I, I'm not buying all this. You know, it's kind of hard for me to sit here and be very um, enticed to vote for them. I think a lot of things that are happening are, are put in place for a reason. And I think Kamala Harris, who I do believe um has a chance to kind of maybe revamp uh, re- revamp the White House. I think you know, a lot of people who vote for Joe Biden are really voting for Kamala Harris to have her in office. Um, I think she she is a driving force uh, behind Joe Biden being just being able to, to get votes. You know, if we all sit back and think when Joe Biden won the nomination. or it it was clear that he was gonna be the nominee for the Democratic Party. It was common knowledge that he was going to have a running mate that was was going to be a black female. Why do you think that? Because politicians think black people are so stupid that if we put a black female as a running mate, that that, that's gonna entice black people up to vote. Republicans think that black people are so stupid that they're helping Kanye West get on the ballot because they think white people are we gonna vote for Kanye West, which is gonna take votes away from Joe Biden because it's Kanye West. So let's, let's be real about how the spectrum of politics of politics work. This is convenient for, for, the, for the Democratic Party to have a person in like Joe Biden who was, who was the running mate and the vice president for the first black president in the history of this nation. And it's very convenient that he picks a strong black woman who he is trying to entice black women to vote for him and the black community to vote for him. He 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 got a true assistant. He got an AKA, he got a lady from Howard, and he got somebody that, that politician, that politics in their background, and somebody that was a that, that was a huge hit with black people. Look, man. <laughs> This is a very interesting time just in the history of this world, but listeners, I'm telling you, politicians are working on the, on the black boat, and they're going to throw you whatever cheese they can to see if you bite. The Democrats have thrown you cheese of Kamala Harris and Joe Biden, the token white guy on a, on a black president's uh, uh, White House, and then the and then the Republicans are saying, hey, let's these people love this rap music. Kanye was a was was a man, was the man in the rap game for a long time. He has some shoes, he has some good clothing wear. Hey, let's put him on the ballot and maybe those dumb those dumb black folks might vote for him because really Kanye West is gonna do something
0: to improve our country. So that's my two cents on that. Thanks, Ozzy, uh, for that take. And, you know, it's always a, a good point because it is uh, both parties pander and try to, I guess, um, seduce the African-American community with, you know, selections, with some of their rhetoric. It's very uh, important to always, you know, think that the basic uh, premise for a lot of these selections and for a lot of these you know, nominations are to get people of color uh, to lean a certain way, and to present a certain way to the community, and I think that is uh, a fallacy or a flaw that is on both parties, who seem that they just want to focus on, uh, you know, kind of putting up a, a, a face that they are in support of African Americans. They're in support of the you know movement to equalize the rights of all Americans and bring that kind of uh, unity that we all know is not really the focus of either either of those parties. So I think we've had a good conversation pertaining to uh, elections, pertaining to some of the candidates. Just kind of scratching the surface on a lot of the topics, you know, kind of uh, following the, uh, coming up to the actual election uh, in November. So I want to leave the floor open for any final thoughts. Any thoughts, maybe something you want to say Maybe something you wanted to add on for any of the guys uh, pertaining to our conversation
4: today. Any final thoughts? Yeah, um, I do want to add one thing, uh, just, just for context purposes. Um, the biggest voting group for the Democratic Party is African American women. Um, African American women basically, um, in all honesty, are the ones that keep that carry a lot of the voting for the Democratic Party. Um, I say all this to say that us as black men, um, we either don't participate um, or, um, you know, sometimes our vote is split. And so I think looking at this year's election, it is imperative that we all participate. It is important that we all look at the issues pertaining to our communities and, and to demand um, from these candidates, um what we want um the one thing I can tell you is is looking around i you know we, we hear all this stuff about social justice and all this and that, um but we don't see um neither side saying, you know what they're gonna do for the black community um and so I think you know when looking at your vote, your vote does matter, your vote does count. And, you know, educate yourself on the issues pertaining to your community. And um, don't forget about the local elections. It's one thing to vote for the next president of the United States, but all the real groundwork happens in these local elections. And so we have to be present and we have to um, participate. And that's all I wanted to say.
1: That's a very very good point. Uh, It's a bold prediction coming from Ozzie here, okay? My bold prediction is, looking at the landscape of what politics is right now, I believe soon, very soon, um, in the next few elections, presidential elections, that an independent is going to win a, the chance of being
0: the president of the United States. Not a Democrat or Republican, but a
1: well, person that runs independent. I'm telling you that we, we're in unprecedented times in this country and unprecedented times for just people in general. I believe an independent will run for office. I can't say in, in the next one, the next one after that, but maybe the next 20 to 24 years, um, which is really the next five to six, five to six elections, that uh, there will be an independent that runs and the growing from uh, from the millennials that vote will allow that to
4: happen. I, um, I actually want to just add one thing. I think it's going to happen sooner than that. I think in the next eight years, you'll see... Um, possibly a candidate that is not Republican or Democrat win an election or presidency.
0: Very interesting take and very interesting prediction uh, pertaining to uh, future trends in terms of Democratic or Republican or independent um, candidates that are soon to be running for office uh, for president. So guys, I want to thank you for a really good conversation pertaining to the election and pertaining to uh, some of the issues surrounding the election, surrounding voting. Uh, And I want to thank all of our listeners uh, for helping us through our first season. It's the first time going through this. Uh, We know we have some bumps in the road, but we definitely appreciate all the support, all the listeners, all of the uh, feedback uh, pertaining to our Six Sides of Life podcast. We want to bring the conversation to be Part of the conversation, I want you guys to be part of the conversation as well when it comes to uh, things pertaining to finance, family, and all the uh, pillars that we stand on pertaining to our six sides of life. Uh, reach out to us, six sides of life at gmail.com, that is S I X S I D E S, at gmail.com, and also on Instagram at six sides of life. And that, once again, is six spelled out, S-I-X, sides of life, on Instagram. Also, you can check our Spotify page for uh, this episode and uh, our previous episodes from this very first season. Guys, we thank you for your support. We thank you uh, for your participation. And once again, uh, peace out, God bless, and good night.